Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. This is your boy Brian, a.k.a. El Nino, and I am joined with... Nicole, a.k.a. El Mama. That's right. <laughs> 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 Ryan Saber, Captain Cleveland Browns, Cavs, Indians. That's it. Oh, you didn't want to keep going and going? No. <laughs> they already know. Yeah. On uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of our favorite channels, HBO, all things HBO, primarily TV shows, series, all that fun stuff. We're going to go over, you know, top five shows, documentary series, all that, some favorite characters, and talking about their, you know, most recent slash latest lineup we have going on. So, uh, to start the festivities today, we're going to go with Captain Cleveland over here. So, the way I looked at this, I did my top five shows, and it was I took more of like a philosophical approach to it and kind of talked about what the show means to society. <laughs> it's Nicole's crazy. Like, did you, though? It's crazy. I, I started out going... Like, that's new. Be, be, <laughs> because... A lot of people may not have seen some of these shows. True. Very so, true. So, you know, instead of kind of going into what it is, I, I, I talk right. about what I feel like it means to society. The cultural significance of these shows. Exactly. Before I get into my top five honorable mentions. Get them in there. The 30-minute comedies on HBO are outstanding. Um, there's one that I that I haven't watched that a lot of people that I work with, and I don't know if any of you are going to talk about this, but mm. apparently the show Veep is like one of the best shows on TV. I haven't seen it. I'm It's on my sort of queue to watch next. Mm-hmm. But Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. Crashing, and Vice Principals are three shows that Crashing and Vice Principals are not on anymore. Silicon Valley, is the, the next season is the last season. Oh, did they wrap up Crashing? That was the last season? Yeah, it was sort of one of those. <laughs> We're when, done. It, when it was over, they didn't get enough people oh, watching it. Damn, so I really they, like it was, that. that was a, that was a really good They'll show. Very awkward. Around, sure. Maybe. Uh, but those, <laughs> those are um, honorable mentions for me. Okay. Boardwalk Empire, number five. Mm. 2010, 2014, five seasons. Prohibition era crime epic, uh, set primarily in New Jersey and New York. You know, it's to me, it's very much about sort of the American way of power. Agreed. Right? Agreed. And how it matured in the 1920s. It's, um, you know, this sort of mix of charismatic persuasion with brute force, right? right? You have this sort of guy of Nucky Thompson who's this public figure who seems to be one thing in the public eye, but, you know, in the, in, behind the scenes he's really just he's a gangster yeah but he doesn't do any of it himself but watch the show yeah my favorite character from boardwalk empire i talked about it in our villains episode from season one so Mm. if you haven't listened to that podcast i suggest you do it but my favorite character from boardwalk empire is jip rossetti uh, he is the villain, the main antagonist of season three, right. played by Bobby Cannavale. Such a beast. Um, you know, he's ruthless. He's frightening. He, that season three, 
was the last great season of Boardwalk Empire. Seasons one, two, and three are outstanding. But I Chip agree. Rossetti is uh, he's outstanding, and he is my favorite character from that show. Number four. Eastbound and Down. Ooh. 2009, 2013, there was four seasons. It's, you know, it's a defiantly vulgar season, or excuse <laughs> me, defiantly vulgar series about the humbling of a has been redneck baseball player. There's really no other way uh, to describe it. Danny McBride, Danny he, he just does an outstanding job of making this fucking scumbag piece of shit. <laughs> the Jose Canseco of pitching. Yeah. Likeable. <laughs> And watchable, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously favorite characters, Kenny Powers, vulgar, brash. He's just playing. In, he's just in your face. Fuck you. I've been blessed with many things in this life. An arm like a damn rocket, a cock like a Burmese python, and the mind of a fucking scientist. You know, he is outstanding. He Number three, Entourage, 2004-2011, eight seasons. It's a show about friendship and loyalty. Um, you know, it's movie star brings mm-hmm. friends along for the ride. Yeah. Uh, it's one part showbiz satire combined with the male fantasy. Yeah. Right. Money, women, fame. Money and, cash hoes. Yeah. And, <laughs> Tell and just really it's constant spring break. Yeah. You know, like it's, yeah. it's, it's that, it's that showbiz satire mixed with that male fantasy. I like to call it sex in the city for men. Yeah. Huh. That's, that, that's probably. <laughs> but at a, on a Hollywood level. Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree that's, that's probably a good characterization of it. You know, some of the acting wasn't always great in that show. Of course. And sometimes the story dragged along a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it was always entertaining, and you knew something exciting was always around the corner. Even in the last couple seasons after it jumped to shark when, you know, Vince was addicted to blow and he's right. banging fucking <laughs> porn stars. Like, right. There was still excitement. Um, there was still things coming. Favorite character, you know, Ari Gold, um, you know, the sociopath super agent. Uh, you know, he's just full of attitude. Mm-hmm. He's full of bravado. He always had the lines. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think honorable mention is Johnny Drama. I think <laughs> I would I would argue that Johnny Drama makes that fucking show tick. Hey, I'm right there with you. Like, he is outstanding, uh, great, great character, great sort of supporting character. Number two, Sopranos, 99 to 2007. You know, at face value, this is a show about a mob boss's family life, right? But it's it's so much more than that. It's an education on business ethics. Uh, it's a it's an education on the petty abuse of power. Yeah. It's an education on us as people justifying ourselves and our actions when we're at our worst. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a show about a protagonist, an anti-hero uh, who's relatable, right? He's the everyman, but you know the thing about Tony Soprano is even if he liked you. He was willing to take everything you had and then make you feel sorry for him because you didn't thank him for doing it. <laughs> right. Right. Very relatable. Uh, you know, my favorite character in that show is is Tony Soprano. Like I said, relatable. He's likable, but he's despicable. Uh, and then finally, the greatest show ever created. Uh, I've watched this series at least four times. I tried to restart 
it last week. Okay. I will get back into it, but I'm watching so many other things right now that it's hard. It's The Wire, 2002, 2008, ever five created. seasons. I think it's the best show ever. Wow. Wow. I honestly, Bold. I think that, you know. I like it. No, I like you it. You know, it's, it's subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, it's a show. It's, it's the masterful detail of, Cat and mouse game between law enforcement and drug dealers in Baltimore. And it really, more than that, it dissects the city's institutions and it documents how they fail people, how they fail everybody. It's really uh, an American urban tragedy. It's like a Shakespearean tragedy about a city in America. Each season focuses on a different group of people. Season one's the drug dealers. Season two is like the seaport, the docks. Season three is the government. Season four is the schools. And then season five final is the media and just how each one of those institutions fails, fails the people and uh, is is corrupted. Favorite character. This is one of my favorite characters uh, of any show, and it's Russell Stringer Bell. Uh, played by Idris Alba. Uh, he's the second in command in the Barksdale organization. He's their chief strategist. He's not just some fucking thug, right? Right. Like, I think until that time, anytime there was a show about, uh, you know, drug dealers and, 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 and sort of petty crime and not necessarily organized crime, they portrayed all of these characters and people as just sort of thugs. And right. uh, he was not that. You know, he was going to business school. He thought about economics. He, you know, was always sort of pushing the organization to do more things, to become legit, to get their money in other places. And, he was like uh, a mogul. He was. And yeah. obviously when Avon went to jail, he took over the organization and ultimately became his downfall. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, Russell Stringer Bell uh, is, is an outstanding character. Those are my favorite shows. <laughs> Some good ones right Hard there. Saber Saber Damas, is that what you call him? With the the philo- 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 philosophical. philosophical. I'm philosophical. I'm actually going to keep that in there. I was going to like in my head. I'm like I'm going to edit the shit out of that. But no, no, I'll leave good. that in. I like it. We're it. real people here. <laughs> Nicole, what do you got going on um, over here? I, I have these in no particular order. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine are not in order, so you're good. You're in good company. Uh, let's see. Let's start with the ones that are no longer playing. So True Blood, obviously. Yes. Good show. Around the time when Twilight came out, which, you know. Boo. I know. It, <laughs> but, it yeah, was, yeah. but it was like the vampire. It was a romantic yeah. Vampire Diaries, Twilight. There yeah. was a ton of shit out. All of them came out around the same yeah. time. Well, True Blood was surprising because it was supposedly, you know, filmed in Louisiana. Some of it was, not all of it. Right. Um, favorite characters there were Suki and Eric and Suki. Lafayette were yeah. my favorite characters. Suki was like the very innocent yes. well, southern at first. girl. Oh no, she was sexually active for sure. <laughs> but she was just so very freaking active. I like the way she just said she was sexually active. She was sexually active. <laughs> But she was so cute. Just spoiler alert. She just fucking innocent. vampires. <laughs> Recklessly. Fucked them all. Yeah. She Her did. With no and reaction. werewolves. Yeah. She is fucking the werewolves, too. She was. Yeah. Um, Eric Northman. Yes. I loved his character. Outstanding. Didn't love it when he, like, went good or whatever. Like, he was always. He lost his memory. Yeah, right. That's but he, right. he was always better when he was sort of the, the sheriff. Badass. The bad sheriff yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Loved it. Didn't like him with yeah. feelings. <laughs> no. <laughs> And then Lafayette, the flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Witch. He was great. He mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. I loved his character. I loved how what he brought to the table. He brought something different. Yeah. 
You know, I really watched. And I'm glad he stayed around. I never read the books, but apparently in the books, Lafayette dies like book one. So I'm really glad that they kept kept him him. going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was a very strong character. Yeah. Yeah. Very strong. Great character. Uh, Second, we got Game of Thrones, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, Game of Thrones was one of those shows where you didn't have to watch the first one because those fucking characters were dead anyway. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. You could pick up at any point. (laughs) You forget what happened. There's so much shit happening, you would forget Not just that, but each season had, like, two years in between. So it it made it very difficult to to follow. But if you rewatched them and kept up with them, it was a phenomenal show until the last season. The last season was garbage, but... I feel like it was kind of thrown together. Very it quickly. really was. Uh, favorite characters, though, Jon Snow. Always. Uh, Arya Stark. Mm. And, of course, Tyrion, because he was, he was the humor. He was the comedy. He's comic relief. Yeah. He was. And he was. But uh, he was so smart, too. It wasn't just like, he wasn't like a jester by any means. Mm-hmm. He was just very articulate, very intelligent, but the comic relief that the show needed. He was a fucking survivor. That's what he was. That's right. So he yeah. had to be smart. Yep. Uh, then we got Westworld. Yeah, good. Westworld was, uh, probably one of my favorites. Uh, finished season one. Haven't gone to the next season yet, I'll be honest. (laughs) I haven't watched season season two yet either. And I love season one. Season three doesn't come until 2020. So I'm away. Oh, I have time. You do. (laughs) We've talked about Westworld on this show before. Here's the thing. It's one of those shows where I've I've gone through. I'm not going to spoil it for you at all. I promise. I've gone through both seasons. So what are we talking? Probably 20, 22 episodes. I still got no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> really? If you, I, 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 I got no fucking clue. I can't right. wait to get to the it's, second it's season. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. Like there, well, you, shit happens. And you're like, oh, that happened. And then like two episodes later, something new will happen that completely erases that 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 old revelation. So I just like that they took everybody out of their own world and created this world that pretty much there are no laws. There right. are right. no rules. Right. You could do whatever the fuck you want. And I think that's really cool because they're all done with androids. I would love yeah. to go there. That would be no, pretty awesome. Yeah, and and it's, like, it's like like a western type feel. I would be the, the guy Wild that West went, is great. went there and never came back. See, I would, I would go, but I hope that even though it's set in the Wild West, I hope there's still like air conditioning in the buildings and shit. Like, I don't want to fucking sweat my ass off 200 degrees You don't want the whole experience? I don't want that much experience. Like, I can see why people in the Wild West killed each other so much, because I know I'm miserable when I'm angry. hot and angry. angry, and I'm just like, what'd you say, motherfucker? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, at least put some air conditioning in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, favorite character is obviously Dolores. She was... Yeah. She was one of those characters that you were just you were following you. You're like, you you kind of have a Dolores her. vibe. Do I have a yeah, Dolores? You do. Is it the blonde hair? No, it's okay. not. You just sort of have uh, the whole essence, sexy like and powerful. Yes, I'll it's good. Shoot you if you cross, you, you got a yeah. Dolores vibe. Yeah, it's good. That's a compliment. Like, yes, thank you, <laughs> Dolores. Uh, Maeve was awesome. Yes. Maeve is great. Loved Maeve and uh, Bernard. Bernard yeah. was a. Yeah. I liked his innocence and. He didn't even know, you know. It's like, awesome. You him. haven't seen season two, so oh, so much I happened. Would that change? You, yeah, no, no, no. There's, it's still strong. You just, you gotta watch it. I will. Yeah, I absolutely will. I'm one of those people. Once I start watching it, which is why I delay You'll watching watch them it, all, I'm right? gonna binge. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm gonna binge. Uh, Curb your enthusiasm. Another show that love I really it. like. I love nice. Jewish humor. Love excellent choice. <laughs> uh, it's just so funny. It kind of picks up where Seinfeld left That's off. Right. Yeah, it's the one shit thing... that we bitch about on a daily basis, yeah. and Larry David just makes it hilarious, just like yeah. he did with Seinfeld. I like how real it is. You right? did it again. 
Seinfeld. I always butcher it. The one thing that (laughs) I've all, you know, obviously Curb Your Enthusiasm has been on for like 15 years now, right? So So they stopped doing it for like eight episodes, but, or for eight seasons, but eight years. But if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm and then you go back and watch Seinfeld, you can tell basically. George Costanza is Larry David. <laughs> yes. I can like see that. they I agree they are their characters are very parallel. So you can tell like when you go back and you watch Seinfeld which parts because they wrote him and Jerry wrote it together. You can tell which parts that Jerry Seinfeld wrote and you can tell which parts that Larry mm. David wrote. It's crazy. That's kind of funny. Yeah. I I have to go rewatch some yes. of them then. It's great. Cuz Jerry did you say Jerry Seinfeld? Yes. Yeah, I can definitely see that. It's great. <laughs> uh, and my final show, Flight of the Concords. Very small series. I fucking love Flight of the Concords. So good. Didn't they just bring do something a couple years ago where they brought it back I a little they bit? Maybe I did think a they movie only had two something. seasons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have their whole like road they, thing. They do like a tour. They do, yeah, they right. do. They do their their singing. It's like a their, thing they do. Right. It's yeah. a thing that they do. I don't know. What's I can't up wait with to hear what your favorite character is on that show. Well, I'm pretty sure you know. I mean, I love Jermaine. Right. I love Brett, but Murray. I Murray. love Murray. He's so good. He's so hilarious. He's, so he's the he's like the the they're like three pieces in a pod. Yeah, I've you never know. seen Flight of the Concords. Okay, well you have to. Now. All right, so have you seen I Yes Man with Jim Carrey? Yeah. So he's Murray is a guy. I, mean, who's I know the like, people in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you. So knew. it's yeah. about yeah. a New Zealand band, yeah. two person band, mm-hmm. who try to make it in New York. They have literally one fan. <laughs> that follows them everywhere. Okay. And the fan is the voice of Luis on Bob's Burgers. Yes. Yes. With, with the bunny ears. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's a fan. I can't remember She's her name as an actress. She's so awkward. But... Love her, though. Yeah. She's so funny. Um, she fits right in. Literally the I only fan they have. Because there's not a lot, right? Like you it's said, a two very, seasons. It's like awkward humor. And it's 30-minute it. comedy on HBO. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah I'll, I'll it's burn, a mini series. I'll through that. It's, it's pretty hilarious. I'll watch oh, it. Oh, and, and let's not forget Sex in the City. Oh, you can't <laughs> forget Sex in the City. Sex in the City, 1998 to 2004. Fucking love that show. I can't even, like, pinpoint favorite characters. I'd say probably Carrie and Samantha because they're just awesome. Not the whore. Samantha is the whore. Is she the whore? Is she the whore? <laughs> yes, yeah, she's the whore. She's like the old whore, right? Yes. <laughs> Ryan's trying to make it seem like he's never watched the show. Yeah, but we all know he has it like the whole DVD box set. Are Here's you, what I'll say. I think you're a Samantha. No. I, 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 am, I am an old whore. Uh, washed up. Um, so... I, I watch TV while I sleep, right? I leave the TV on while I sleep. You shouldn't do that. I do. Dr. Il Mama in. Dr. Il Mama. I have to. I need need it. So I need it in my life. So, but Sex and the City, is there three movies? Two movies? Two movies. There's definitely two. I don't think so. So they've been showing them on the comedy channel of HBO and it'll like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and it'll be on and I'll stop and I'll watch it for a few minutes before (laughs) I go back to sleep. So there's one where they're in India. Yeah. Right? So anyways, I I haven't, (laughs) I never saw the series, but I've seen parts of the movie. If you like the movie, you'll love the series. I wouldn't necessarily say that I like him, but I've, I've seen it. He's seen them all. Okay. Don't let him lie to you. The one is a whore and she got thrown in jail for jerking a guy off. Yeah. But let me tell you something about this whore. She's one of those she's self-expressive. She's a self-expressive woman. She yeah. just likes sex. She knows Leave her what alone. she wants. She knows what she likes, and she goes after it. She doesn't settle. I'm coming and off. And I love that about her. I'm yeah. coming off as such, Repu- such a Republican. Such a Republican right now. 
Like, I don't want to stereotype you know, And then Carrie's, like, the very outspoken one. She's mm. more of a, you know, I'll write down my desires less than actually live them. Yeah. I'm more of a in-line type of person. Right. I know what I want, but, right. yeah. She's there are a lot of She's seasons. an unconventional person as well because I think she was with Big for ever before right. they got married. On and off, on and off. Yeah. Typical. So, it seems like the there are a lot story. of seasons of that show, right? <laughs> There's so much, so I'm not much gonna, sex. I'm, I'm, I do not like it. I'm not going to be able to blow, so blow it's in the damn that. title. Yeah. Just like True Blood. True Blood, there's a lot of nudity <laughs> and is. sex. You will love it. A lot of fun. True Blood has a lot of blood. It does have, sex and City has a lot of sex. Yes, well, both have a lot of sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love like That's that list. Nice. That's a good list that right there. I'm list. glad. You know, you know, being HBO, I was worried that we were going to clash and it was like, oh, I'm just going to repeat the same shit you're saying and the same stuff you're saying. So, so I'm glad that we. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of it kind of crosses. Her list was we'll better than there. mine, I, th- I feel like. <laughs> mine was all like, it's like going to school. <laughs> Yours was like fun. You had meaning behind <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm rethinking that whole approach now. <laughs> So for mine, I'm going to start off one of the old ones and just a little backstory here. So when we first moved to the United States, we had to stay in like hotels for like the first month while we're house hunting. Every hotel has free HBO. So HBO was kind of like our family's get together, especially the old school intro where it's like flying through the city. <laughs> and I mean, that's kind of how I learned English. Back when you, <laughs> so back when you were meet oh, I was wearing, <laughs> yes, yes, meet all or meet up. HBO, you, you don't meet all that very often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So every, every single hotel is free HBO. So that, you know, it's, it's been a part of my culture, lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. Since, Since the, the day States. he landed on Plymouth Rock. <laughs> yep. In the Plymouth Rock being Johnson City, <laughs> New York. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with a fun little show called Tales from the Crypt. Mm. This was 1989 to 1996. Seven seasons, 93 episodes. Um, it's the first show I just really remember not so much falling in love with, but, you know, scaring the shit out of me to the point to where I just enjoyed it. My dad loved it. You know, he didn't care I was nine years old. He's like, oh, you can watch it. <laughs> and um I was already watching Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and all that fun stuff by then. But, you know, it was based on the uh, the EC comic books from the 1950s and the intro. You know, it's just a great intro with the Crypt Keeper coming up at the end of it. The original score by Danny Elfman, who's known, who's known from uh, Oingo Boingo, as well as the Tim Burton films doing the scores for Beetlejuice. Um, Edward Scissorhands, all that fun stuff. I've never seen it's good. One and here, episode. I don't like scary stuff. He doesn't like scary Aww, stuff. So here's the shitty is. thing. It's not on HBO Go or on HBO Now. So if you really? actually want to watch Tales from the Crypt, you'd have to go to like Ed McKay's or somewhere and, and get buy? the DVDs. Yeah. I only have a you couple can seasons. Trade in. <laughs> 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 Big shout out you to trade Ed my justified <laughs> that's right. that's right. box set for Tales from the Crypt. So that's the shitty thing. And I double checked before I, you know, came here to record today. I'm like, please be on HBO and it's not. So you mm. can't go back and watch it, but it's it's fun. It's a horror anthology series. You know, it's a bunch of our stories. Uh, it's very similar to Creep Show movies like that, where it's different stories kind of tied in. Kind of reminds me of um, Are You Afraid of the Dark too, which yes, is coming this, back this, around. Yeah, this was uh, this was Are You Afraid of the Dark, but HBO. You know, adult. So there's <laughs> sex, swearing, killing, violence, yeah. lots of gore. It's pretty awesome. Um, some of my favorite episodes is season two, episode sixteen, Television Terror. It's about this guy that goes into this haunted house that ends up being really haunted. I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's actually one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Like, as far as a TV show goes, the episode is scary as shit. It's scarier than half the movies that are out right now. Which one is it? It's season two, episode 16, Television Terror. 
If you have a chance to watch it, I think I own the DVD, so I'll get it to you. <laughs> um, I'm not going to get too far into the next one. You know, Saber covered Sopranos, 99 to 2007. Six seasons, 86 episodes created by our boy David Chase. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the show was just fantastic. It was monumental. It was groundbreaking. I mean, uh, I know a lot of people say, oh, it put Italians in a bad light or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, it was just a, a guy who had two families. He had his family, you know, James Gandolfini, Tony Soprano. Then he had his mafia family, which not much difference, to be quite honest with you. You know, he's got to take care of both, and he's struggling to take care of both at the same time. So, great supporting cast. Uh, the show actually ended up winning Golden Globes for best, uh, what is it, Edie Falco won mm, two Golden Globes. Lot, yeah. For Best Actress in 2000 and 2003. And she went on, of course, to do Nurse Jackie. Before she did Soprano, she was on Oz for a couple episodes. Um, HBO does that, by the way. You know, not to kind of get sidetracked, but they have a way of, like, taking these great actors and plugging them into shows. (laughs) One uh, Best Series Golden Globe in 2000 and uh, same year that James Gandolfini won uh, for Best Actor. Some favorite episodes on that, Long-Term Parking. uh, That's Season 5, Episode 12 with... um, Andrea DiMatteo. I don't. I don't want to spoil this yeah, for anybody. That's a spoiler. So you know, long term parking season three, episode eleven, Pine uh, Pine Barn Barons, Pine Barons, where they go out looking the for that dude with the yeah. Russian. They never find him. And then season <laughs> one, a spoiler alert. yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> season one, episode five, college, <laughs> where uh, Tony and Meadow go on their college trip, and he ends up running into uh, oh, someone from his past. Yeah, his that. Um, oh, his his Gumar. Yes. Yes. Um, Sabre already touched on Entourage. The only thing I want to say is the funny story about Entourage is HBO approached Mark Wahlberg. You know, he's an executive producer. I think this was his first project with HBO before going on to do Ballers and Boardwalk Empire and everything else he's an EP on. And they're like, listen, we'd love to do like a reality show based on you and your crew. And he was like, yeah, fuck all that. You're not going to follow me around with cameras. He goes, but my boy over here will go ahead and like write a show like loosely based on my life. So there is a real-life E, there is a real-life Ari, you know, those guys are kind of based on him. So there's a real-life Johnny Drama. There's a real-life Johnny Drama. he used to just be Johnny Drama, and now they call him the real Johnny Drama. (laughs) Like, that's his fucking name. Does he have an Instagram? I don't know. I need need to look it up. I'm looking it up now. They're in in the movie, in the Entourage movie, when when Mark Wahlberg and his his Entourage, yeah, that's his, that's actual E, Johnny Drama, those are the actual guys. And E looks a lot like E. Yes, he does. He's like, oh, he's a killer. Yes, he does. (laughs) So, phenomenal show. (laughs) Johnny Drama TV. (laughs) Yeah, 2004 to 2011, uh, for the longest time before The Sopranos wrapped up, it actually came on right right after after The Sopranos. So it was a hell of a Sunday. And I don't think it was on during football season either, if I remember correctly. So this was like a Sunday tradition where we would have like, you know, some bullshit like a tag. Your memory's not that good. It's not. It's not. I'm getting older. Eight seasons, 96 episodes. Check it out. And then, uh, of course, Game of Thrones. One that did not get mentioned, uh, one of Saba and I's favorite shows, and yeah. unfortunately it was very, very short-lived. Two seasons. Two seasons long, 17 episodes, How to Make It in America. Fantastic, oh, fantastic show. 30-minute episodes of just two dudes on the grind, just, you know, trying to make it in the, in the fashion design world. One has the background in design. His other boy, um, Cam, the Cam Calderon, is the yeah. hustler. And, uh, I mean, it's just, Kid Cuddy's in it. He plays, um, 
just the friend or whatever. He's, he's a friend. He's like a professional dog walker. Dog, yes. Yeah. He's a dog walker that sells weed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Which that's a thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a great. It's right. It's, it's just a great, great cast. Um, it's a really, really great show. If you ever have time to, you know, if you're just bored, kind of, you've already watched everything you've watched. 30 minutes of great entertainment. I probably watch How to Make an America both seasons probably four times a year because they're only 30 minutes you long them back and they're back. eight episodes and they're eight episodes so each season. Yeah, very very bingeable. bingeable. It's, it, so it's it's produced by – and this is all off the top of my head mm-hmm. so I could be wrong on some of this. So it's produced by Hole in One Productions. I think that's yeah. what it's called. That's Wahlberg's yep. production company. But uh, Funny or not, they also do – did Boardwalk Empire as well. Right. But, uh, you know, it's, it's basically – the way that it was kind of – I think probably pitched to HBO and also the feel that it has. It's sort of an entourage in New York City in the fashion industry. Right. But, you know, when you, when Entourage starts, Vince has just made his first movie or whatever. Right. His first and big he's movie. already kind of uh, going up. What the equivalent of what How to Make in America would be is when Ari finds Vince doing the Mentos commercial. Correct. Because, you know, in Entourage, they refer back to where Ari found Vince. He was doing a Mentos. Before I found you, you were doing Mentos commercials. Right, right. You know, it would have been sort of that that piece basically right before where right. Entourage started. So it's great. great it's a great show. show. Honestly, a big inspiration on why I started a podcast. You know, it just shows two guys really trying to hustle. The season two ended with a bang. Crisp NYC. It's unfortunate. Yes, Crisp. Is the brand? Is there going to be a season three? Um, no, that's the thing. There hasn't been. There's they, been every couple of years. It. There's a rumor, you know, that they're going to bring it back, which they should. FX you know? has Can actually, we start a petition? We we can. <laughs> there already is. There, there is a there petition really for everything. Is. FX Mar- Wahlberg won't won't let it die. FX has actually talked about picking it up a couple times, which huh. would actually that makes FX sense is though. Good. FX is. Really, from a sort of vulgarness and, and like they're minor it's, 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 it's minor league HBO. So, it. yeah, yeah, it would make yeah. it would make perfect sense. So, I, commercialized, I, but I, I like think it. at this yeah. point we're talking. It's probably ten years since it's been on. So my guess is it's it, it won't. It's po- it, anything, it's anything is possible. Is possible Thank right. you, Kevin Garnett. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see some of these shows being remade by Netflix. So true. Yeah. It's totally that's possible. true. Like right. Full House and shit. Christ, Full House. But I mean, the thing is, a lot of a lot of the remade shows, though, have been Arrested on for a lot of seasons. Yes. That's the thing. Well, Arrested Development was only a couple seasons, and that did get remade. Well, that's what I mean. So like, that's it true. Was remade that's on Netflix, true. That's so one of the rare exceptions. If, if HBO doesn't, I bet Netflix will. That would be the shit. I mean, like I said, <laughs> Sam and I, at least once a month, I love I'll send him a text, and I'm like, God, I miss How to Make it in America. That's, and he's probably, like, he's like, that's probably a little exaggerated, but it does happen a couple <laughs> times a year. I would say once a quarter, okay? <laughs> let's, be, let's be optimistic. <laughs> so before we get into kind of the new school stuff on HBO and some more favorite characters. We're going to take a quick little commercial break for uh, Andrew Newman, attorney at law, the best attorney in the whole entire state of North Carolina. Yep. We'd like to take the time to thank one of our sponsors, Andrew Newman, attorney at law. Located here in Greensboro, North Carolina, he can assist you with your criminal as well as traffic violations, and his practice includes Guilford, Forsyth, as well as all surrounding counties. To set up a free consultation, you can contact him at 336-663-2388, and you can also visit him on his website, attorneynewman.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, before we get into the newer school of HBO programming, I just kind of want to go over a few of my characters. Uh, Nicole and Saba already said their favorites like during the shows. I have a couple that are either on my list as far as top shows and some are off. We followed instructions. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> I, said, I said we're going to do favorite shows and then favorite characters, but it's all good. Collab. I mean, that's it. There's three people here and two did it one way. <laughs> all right, so Silvio Dante. 
Love him. Played so, by Steven uh, Van, Van Zandt, Zandt, who is a guitarist for the one and only The Boss, Bruce Springsteen. East Street Band. East Street Band uh, from Sopranos. I think he's just fantastic. Renee Calderon in um, How to Make It in America. What is his name in real life? Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. Good job. Good I job. just recall, man. Nice on that. Um, you said Jip Rossetti, but I also want to mention the gentleman that played Lucky Luciano on the show. I can't remember his name, but he was also in Jersey Boys. And that dude, I thought, just did a incredible Vincent, Lucky Luciano. Vincent. Um, oh, it's Italian as hell. Yeah, oh yeah. Like this dude is from yeah. the motherland. Yeah, he played. Yeah, he. Yeah, I, I can't. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to. Uh, of course, Ari Gold. There was a, a little series called uh, Rome, kind of based on the Roman Empire. One, two seasons. Two seasons. Yeah. Correct. And there was this character, Titus Pullo. If I had to compare him to someone, I guess it would be um, our boy from Game of Thrones with the red hair. Tormund. Tormund. I said Tormund. I thought you said Dormund. Yeah. Dormund. Tormund. Close enough. I mean, I was one syllable I'll edit the shit out of that. Please do, because I'm like. (laughs) No, you're good. You're good. So, yeah, Titus Pullo from the show Rome. Very, very good show, you know, based on the Roman Empire. Obviously, it wasn't. The Roman Empire wasn't like two years, but primarily during um, the rise of Julius Caesar and then what the events that happened to the downfall. I never um, saw that one either. It's good. It's good. You know, Deadwood obviously is one we didn't talk about. Right. Uh, when you pull up, as you know, I was doing some research for this, just to kind of go back through and make sure I didn't miss anything. Deadwood's one that when, you know, these complex and variety and those different, uh, you know, uh, media magazines, mm. they rank the HBO right. shows that's up at the top. Obviously, they just made a, a movie. I only watched the first season of Deadwood, did not watch the second season, and did not watch the movie that just came out. So, right. um, you know, that's some, one that I'll go back and watch. So, as far as new stuff, Nicole, anything you've been like watching, not just this year, but, you know, recently, let's just say like the last couple years or so, minus Game watching, of Thrones. Watching, <laughs> yeah, that or was a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Watching, no, but, you know, the great thing about HBO is that they don't have commercials. They only commercialize their shows, which is, I love it. Um, I'm that's kind good. of interested in uh, Gentleman's Jack. So that's, yeah, that, that it, 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 it happened already, but okay. it's, it's new. Okay. It is new. I just yeah. haven't watched it. Yeah. It's, oh, I haven't watched it either. You haven't seen the, the commercials for it? No. She kind of reminds me of like, uh, like, like an old boys don't cry. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, they like colonial boys don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I hope that, like, if we ever get a headline, I hope that that that's a. But she's like a badass. I really don't know yeah. what it's about. Like when we have our first either. review, a colonialized boys don't cry. I feel like it's a lesbian version of like. Sherlock Holmes. I okay. Know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think that's a good. Which now I, I know it. what you're talking about. Which I can dig. Yeah. yeah. So who wouldn't love a lesbian Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I love yeah. it. I want to watch it. <laughs> that's good. I, no, I that that's one that I saw that, and it's got a lot of acclaim. Like I've yeah. heard people talk about how good it was. Um, it's one of the top shows on HBO. I yes, googled it. You did. Is that Google. the only one that you have? Yeah, that's the only I one I got. I think one on on that, I don't have this written down, um, that just came out last year that's supposedly like outstanding is 
the Pope miniseries with Jude Law. I heard that was I good. They're making another one. Yeah. They're doing a... With a, John Malkovich, a, a, right? Well, Jude Law's going to be in it again. Oh, okay. But I think John Malkovich is in John it. Malkovich. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> John Malkovich is <laughs> on it. John Malkovich episode? I just saw uh, what was just on the, the second Transformers mm-hmm. where he plays the... When, when, uh, when Shia LaBeouf gets out of college and he goes to the get a job, mm-hmm. he's like the boss there. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not... There's no recall. You're not no. remembering. Malkovich no. is great in that you movie. Know, you know, I don't remember it. him in that one either. Yes. I don't at all. It's fucking great. You got to <laughs> Google it. Watch it. But for me, the one that's uh, the upcoming show that I was really interested in, it's tough, right? Because HBO has a lot. They've been on such a run of hits, continually having sort of this stable of, of right. horses. And I think right now, this is probably the first time in 15 years where – you know, outside of Westworld, probably they don't have much right, right now outside of the 30-minute comedies. Veep just ended. Game of Thrones just ended. And I, I think they're, they're, they're struggling a little bit. Mm. One show that's coming is called Contraband. Okay. It is uh, showrunner J.J. Abrams. There okay. is no... Uh, firm date for it. I'm thinking probably a 2021 time frame. The way they described it, and I read about it, it's an epic and intimate mm. sci-fi fantasy drama centered on the world's battle against an oppressive force. Mm. So my guess, I'm thinking Lost, probably sure. a sure. Lost-style show for HBO, yeah. which I think could be really, really good. Yeah. Because he's a producer on Westworld, right? He's, or he's one of the EPs. I, I, I don't believe. know. I don't. I, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, but I believe you know, is. obviously, Lost was a was a was a hit. That's what brought you know J.J. Abrams yeah. to 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 fame. Yeah. Many of the things that he did. So, um, anyways, that's one that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Nice. Some that are, I'm currently enjoying. I know we're in the final season of Ballers. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm still liking it. You know, love the rock. What's not to love about the guy? It's, uh, He's so the far highest paid it. actor right now. Did you know yeah. that? He should oh, yeah. be. Oh my yeah. God. I'll go see Crushing any, it. I'll go see any fucking movie that rocks I in. would too. Right? <laughs> he gives you everything you want. I don't yeah. ask any questions. You're like, Hey, you going to see blah, blah, blah. I don't know. He I haven't seen rock anything. The rocks in it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> the rock made it, made the cameo. Oh, I'm there. I'm Fuck there. Yeah. I'm totally there. So yeah, Ballers is good, but to me, the course of Rock is great. But uh, Rob uh, Cordroy, is that how you say his last yeah. name? His his buddy on there. Um, I think he makes the show, though. To be honest with you, that that's I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to think of his name is. Um, I know I'm drawing blanks all day today because I haven't. I haven't. So we're one, two episodes into the new two episodes last season. In. Correct. Correct. Oh. Yeah, we still got Russell Brand to make, so I'm not a huge fan of that. I yeah. like Russell Brand. I just don't like his character in the show. So, uh, Ballers Barry is a very fun, witty comedy. Uh, we ended up meeting, it is Joe, Joe Crutell. Joe Crutell. Joe Crutell. <laughs> our yeah. lovely co-host and assistant, Nicole, over here coming in Thank with a baby on that Jesus one. Jesus Christ, what you are we doing that <laughs> No, I know that would have torn you up all day. <laughs> <No>. so. <laughs> um, but yeah, Barry, very, very, uh, funny, dark comedy. Uh, Henry Winkler just won Best Supporting Actor at the Golden Globes, I believe, last year for his role in it. Uh, the Righteous Gemstones, we are three episodes in. Wait, you just talked about Barry and you didn't mention Noho Hank? Oh, fuck! <laughs> you son of a bitch. Damn. Yep, crucify me for that one. <laughs> Noho Hank is the ship. He is good. That is one of my favorite characters. I'm, oh, man, I'm pissed off. I kept him off my favorite character list. 
Shit. But uh, to me, what's uh, the big question mark is the new Watchmen series coming out. Yeah. So looking forward to seeing where they go with this. We know that uh, Dr. Manhattan's going to be in it as far as from like the, the movie and the comic book series. I don't know too much. And then, I mean, they, the... In the previews, they have the people wearing the like the the yellow the, Roy, the, Roy the yellow masks. yeah the yellow outfits. Or well, those whatever. are the cops trying to hide oh, yeah. their identity. Okay. But then there's a group out there that have the uh, the Rorschach masks on. Okay. So uh, you know we'll see. It's, Obviously, uh, the, the movie right. fell flat a little bit. wasn't great. Uh, it's you know world renowned, very popular graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I think you know if anybody can make it a success, it's certainly the. You know, HBO, so yeah. the home box office. That's right. That's right. Well, that's going to do Is it that for what it our... sounds <laughs> Did you not Didn't know that? Didn't even know that. <laughs> We're educating the masses out there as I'm always. I'm just full of By education masses, today. You, you guys went to school today. <laughs> no, right? I'm sure there's other people out there that are like, that's what HBO means. Yes. Thank you, Zero Dark Nerdy. And for saying Gentleman Jack is the colonial Boys Don't Cry. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope we just get that subtitle. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> the reviews are in now. Terrible. Gentleman Jack, the colonial boys don't cry. Or the lesbian Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> They're both good. From El Mama. From well, that's going to do it for us here at uh, Zero Dark Nerdy. Make sure you check out our website, popculturepodcast.com. We got all your entertainment news, blogs, notes, all that fun stuff on there. And uh, provided by our good friends over at Zipster. That is Z-I-B-S-T-E-R. Phenomenal website design and SEO services. And uh, big shouts out to Andrew Newman, attorney at law. Four Saints Brewery, Gate City Growlers, MVP Elite Breakers. And on behalf of Nicole and Saba, that's going to wrap it up for this <laughs> episode of HBO. Peace. Um. Yeah! Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.